0: Hello, Hello, everybody.
1: Oh, sorry. And Go. I was just giving a good pause between the clap and this. Okay, okay, start off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to season one, episode 11 of the Moderately Athletic Podcast. I am your host, Sam talk and as always, I am joined by my two co hosts, Tyler Noctigal and Ethan Decker. Fellas. How are we doing today? All right,
2: all right. We <laughs> couldn't even stay, bear to watch another half of that Broncos Colts game. So, oh god, that was awful. It was an awful game. Yeah, two
1: horrible teams. Yeah, yeah Tyler, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I would have to agree. Not a very, uh, not a very good prime time game, in my opinion. But uh, with that said. Uh, we do have a very good game, or a good slate of games this weekend. So, excited for that.
1: And, yeah, No, I would agree with that for sure. Uh, it's like, uh, what was interesting today, guys? Uh, because I want to touch on this briefly. Um, was that for? I think the first time today I watched cable uh, for the first time that like wasn't like football related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched an episode of The Big Bang Theory, and I actually really enjoyed it, surprisingly. (laughs) Um, It's like, so So it sucks that Sheldon didn't say Bazinga, but like, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to maybe, uh, what if we all shared our favorite uh, TV show catchphrase? And no, it can't be Bazinga because I already said that. So uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, Decker, you start. What's your favorite TV show catchphrase? It's a tough one. Mm. Man.
0: I, okay. I literally have no clue. I thought this was a football talk show. Uh,
1: well, You know, it's just a way to kind of get us loosened up to start because sometimes we don't really get into our rhythm right away. So I just thought, you know, uh, you know so besides Bazinga, what is our favorite catchphrases? Uh,
0: how about you give us an episode to think about that?
1: Okay, uh, okay, it's fair, that's fair. Yeah, come back. Now, uh, now, now up, we can jump back to that. Okay, but yeah, come prepared because I'm going to throw these curveballs at you to get us kind of warmed up here for the, for the remainder of the season, perhaps. But now let's get back into, okay, uh, let's get into our games. We have a whirlwind of predictions to go over for this week. Uh, starting off, we are going to be shooting across the pond uh, we have our second London game of this year's London series, and that is the New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think a lot of people might immediately assume that this will be a Packers, just a uh, total steamroll. But but the one thing that's gone right for the Giants has been their ground game, and it's something that the Packers have been not the best at defending against. So this game could be deceptively close, but fellas, what are we thinking about this game? Uh, Decker, you start. I think the trend we're starting
2: to see with the Packers this year is a lot of their games are going to be really close. It's looking like it's going to be a lot of one, to two possession type games. And I think, like you said, the only way that the Giants can stick in this game is if Saquon can get going. If Saquon can't get going, they're they're screwed. D- Danny Dimes won't be able to do enough to beat the Packers by himself. Um, we have seen that the Packers are susceptible to getting exposed on the on the ground. They haven't, you know, Kenny Clark has been getting pretty much pushed around for the most part this year so far and um it's as everybody's pretty much been having a lot of big games last week Damian Harris and Rondre and Stevenson for the Patriots having some good games against them. But yeah, I'm gonna go Packers twenty eight to twenty in this one. I think Rodgers and the and the boys just get enough um get enough to, to propel them to win. And I could still see Saquon have a good game, but yeah Packers Packers for me, no
1: doubt. God, you can definitely tell that we uh, have very like-minded views because I picked the Packers as well with 28-20 as well. Uh, I definitely think it'll be close. I I mean, granted the fact that they aren't really playing on a home field definitely helps it be a close game. Uh, But, yeah, I I do think that uh, this is going to be all ground game for for the Giants, which really isn't anything new anyways. So, yeah. I think it's going to be close, but Packers will still win. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, so last week, just to kind of – since we didn't have a like a reaction week or a reaction episode, just touch on last week, you know, um, surprisingly the Patriots called a really good game. They kept the ball on the ground, and Bailey Zappi only threw the ball when he needed to. Bill probably went up to him and said – just don't turn the ball over okay that's why he took so many sacks because he would rather you know take a sack than turn the ball over for bill so uh that's that's kind of why it was so close now with a guy like danny dimes who kind of just says fuck it sometimes and like Hmm. you know he doesn't have amazing accuracy he he's a little uh pressure gets to him pretty uh pretty quickly and he tends to scramble and make plays that way, or he rushes and makes a bad throw. So, um, like, not saying that Bailey's Zappi's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, but I do think that Daniel Jones is definitely more prone to an interception um, or two. So I definitely think we could see that. And, you know, um, the Packers, as the years go on, or years, as the games go on this, um, this year, we're going to see them kind of pull away from these bad teams just because like they're just gonna keep getting better and better healthier and healthier debach almost played a full game last week he'll probably f- play a full game this week um, you know and we got every week those young wide receivers are getting better and better so I I still think that even though we kept it close with the with the Patriots they they coached a really good game so props to them and their like fourth round rookie rookie what Jack Jones I think is that his name Deck mm-hmm. Yeah yeah he played a Yeah he's played a phenomenal game good on him you know but I could see another dominant Packers defense is kind of wrecking this game and you know I think Saquon will have a good game we've been struggling against the run but I think it'll be all Packers 28-17 I think this will this will be the best game the Packers have so far this year
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, we're definitely mostly on the same page uh, with that one. And another game that I imagine will be on the same page with as well is the Steelers versus the Bills. That This will be pretty much officially Pickett's debut as a Steeler, even though he played last week for uh, two or three quarters. And this will be the Bills' chance to uh, get another solid win under their belt. Um, if I may start, because I'd be shocked if, if anyone plays devil's advocate for this one, Bills are going to win. I think that, uh, Pickett's going to really struggle, uh, because he threw three picks against the Jets, and while they are injured, I do think that this is a better, better defensive group than the Jets, so with... With that in mind, I, th- I think it's going to be a Bills win, 31-14. to 14. Tyler, what do you think?
0: Yeah, pretty much right on what I was going to say. This defense is much better than the Jets. Um, but, you know, Kenny Pickett's debut, make of it what you will. Some of the, uh, I think two out of the three picks, really weren't his fault, I would say. They... Bouncing off guys' hands, and one was a little underthrown. But um, one could say that, you know, the jump ball specialist Clay uh, Claypool should have came down, came down with that one. But um, nothing too spectacular with Pickett. Uh, he's really the next couple weeks for the Steelers are absolutely brutal. I can't remember what the four game stretch. Let me look it up real quick. But I don't remember either. They've got they, got they got Bills. Funny. Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals. That's six games in a row where they could potentially lose all six. Uh, Especially with a rookie quarterback that, you know, who struggled in his first game, who's probably going to struggle in at least the next three. Um, It's going to be a rough outing for them, but, um, and I think this Bills defense, or Bills defense is really going to step up. So I I have the Bills winning thirty one sixteen, and I'm gonna lock the Bills this week. Same with the Packers.
1: Oh crap! I didn't mention that I also did lock the Bills this week. It's 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 the only one that I've set up so far, but maybe I'll just do one because it's the only game so far that I think is like a hey, sure bet. Yeah. Uh, Decker, your, your thoughts? Yeah, no, you guys
2: touched it. Like I I really feel bad for Kenny Pickett. I I can see why they decided <laughs> to put him in that game against the Jets. Yeah. Because he like his feet under him a little bit. Just to, like kinda like try to find something. Yeah. Because like if he was going into this if he was if he got pulled in this Bills game and then went into that, it would it would be so it would be so bad for him. Not like he did great against the Jets, but those two rushing touchdowns had to give him a little boost, you'd think. Yeah. But uh, you know, alluding to what we did like before the season with predictions. I know for me I said like Man, like I could see the Steelers being nine and eight or eight and nine around there. Like Tomlin's always around five hundred, always does, always has pretty successful seasons for the most part, or can at least stay average. I would be shocked if come bye week for the Steelers they are not one and seven. I really can't make a case where they win any of these next four games going into the week nine bye against Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, and Philly. <coughs> like. Their offense, especially with Pickett, like you think about this week because you know, Von Miller and Boogie Basham and Gregory Rousseau, Pickett's going to be flustered back there. Their offensive line is not just hasn't shown for the most part to be capable of stopping that. And like Najee just like – I have Najee on my fantasy team drafted him first round. He's looking like a bust this year. just hasn't been able to – the volume is there for the most part but just hasn't been able to do anything on the ground and, and the passing game is starting to get lower and lower. I got Bills thirty one ten. I don't. I'm thinking maybe gar, just garbage time for the Steelers, but I I have a hard time seeing them yeah. put up any offense. And now game.
0: Pickett's taking uh, Najee's goal line work, so that's like salt in the wound for yeah. you. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> He's like it, a, it, it Pickett's like a. a it it plus, was very frustrating. Yeah, Pickett's like a plus to literally everyone else on that offense except for Najee. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's... George Pickens was the big boost from last week.
0: Yeah, expect big things from him now. Mm -hmm.
1: Man, you boys laughed at me when I said the Steelers were going to go 7-10. Might be worse, but again, some of these things you don't see coming. Uh, Anyways, moving on, we have the Chargers versus the Browns. Uh, Browns last week, uh, they took an L that was disappointing to fans, and uh, Chargers got a solid win against the Texans. Uh, will the Chargers be able to continue this streak, or will the Browns right the ship? Uh, Decker, what are we thinking? Um, This was actually kind of my stunner for the week. Well, I don't know if I'd call it
2: a, a big stunner, but I'm going to take the Browns in this one. I'm going to take them 28-25, and the biggest mm-hmm. deciding factor in this one for me is... Chargers' run defense is just like what they were last year. We thought it would be a lot better this year because they, they filled in a lot of those holes, but they're still getting torn up. Like Damian Pierce went off against them, and now you're facing you know, who we've talked about before, the number one back in the league, and Nick Chubb, and the two headed monster with him and, and, and Kareem Hunt. And then with the Chargers also, Rashawn Slater being out for the year, and Corey Lindsley banged up. Look for Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney if they're both healthy playing in this game. To, for, to create a lot of pressure on Herbert and Chargers, just they st- I still got so many concerns about them. Obviously, injuries aren't helping for them, but they had a chance to really blow the brakes off the Houston last week, but they let him come back into that game uh, in the second half, and they made it, it was a lot closer than what it should have been. So while the Browns did put up a, a flat one last week against Atlanta, I just I really think this is the week they can they can pull this away from the Chargers based on that run game. And being able to create pressure off the edge on Herber in that in that really weak O line right now.
1: Okay. Uh cause I'm definitely kinda of in the same ballpark and score as you, Decker, because I have the Chargers winning twenty eight to twenty four. Uh, I think for sure all the I'm I all the points you brought up are reasons why I do think this game will be close. Uh, I just um I think that the Chargers will be able to uh come up with the with with the key plays better than, than the Browns which allow them to come out on top in the end. But yeah, it's going to be close throughout. Uh Tyler, what are your thoughts on this game?
0: Yeah, I mean Chargers they have Keenan Allen back this week. He's coming off I believe a hamstring injury and with a guy that age with the hamstring injury, you can't expect a lot after that. I mean, I am... At the beginning of the year, when I saw this matchup, I thought it... I would have told you it's going to be a Chargers beatdown on the Browns, but, you know, I think I'm going to side with Deck here. I'm going to go Browns winning just by, by a hair. I have Browns winning 28-27 uh, against the Chargers, mm-hmm. and, it, it you know, as much as I really like... The Chargers at the beginning of the season, they they are who we thought they were from last year. Just no run, uh, no run defense. They cannot stop the run, and they desperately needed to improve upon that from this year or to this year, and they didn't. And now they're going up against probably the best, you know, rush. Well, one of the best rushing attacks in the league, if not the best running back in the league. So. Expect another big game from Hunt this week and uh yeah. I as much as I like the Chargers, I just can't see him going into Cleveland and winning this one.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I I think however you spin it, it's gonna be a close game. Like like this will be the last game either of us lock for sure. So uh yeah. That should be a really exciting game to watch overall. Um and so moving on. We have the Texans versus the Jaguars. Uh, this one, of course, uh, Houston is the hometown of Sheldon Cooper from the Big Bang Theory. Uh, Jaguars, will, will they be able to uh, come out with a win? Or will the Texans give Sheldon Cooper something to say bazinga about, you know? Uh, guys, what are we thinking about this game?
0: God, I hate you. Um... <laughs> Jaguars Jaguars they uh okay so last week you don't want to call it a fluke game cuz i mean Trevor Lawrence gave up four fumbles you know but mm-hmm. it, it, in his defense it was raining quite a bit you know but Four fumbles is inaccep- like unacceptable on every single like every level, and you can't win a game and like it was still a f- decently close game after four fumbles. Uh, Miles Sanders had a career game on the ground though, so kind of what we thought that this Jaguars defense was really didn't live up to that last week. I, I think this will be a bounce back week. I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a phenomenal game. I still think that he's a great quarterback. Um, and I I expect this game to be what I thought the Chargers would do to them last week. I think that the Jags are going to win 31-13 in a blowout against Houston.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that um, Jaguars will get a solid win this week for sure. Um, it's just, yeah, the four fumbles, It, I mean, it shouldn't happen again, plus like, Plus, plus, the Texans' edge rushers aren't, aren't anything like what the Chargers have. So, uh, with that being said, I would agree with you. It's the Jaguars win, 24-13. Uh, uh, Decker, your thoughts on this game? Yeah, it sucks because
2: last, last week for Jacksonville, that start against Philly was such a good start for them. I mean, they moved on their first drive, went down there, put up a touchdown. And then they got the pick six by Cisco on Hertz took it like fifty-nine yards. It was perfect. It was what we have been seeing from the Jags all year up to that point where they've been doing really, really good on offense and, and just clamping down on defense. And then obviously the weather and, and Lawrence coughing it up <clears throat> really took that game out of hand for the Jags. But this is the perfect one for them to get bounced back and like I think with Lawrence had if this was Urban Meyer select coach for, for for Trevor Lawrence, I think Urban would be berating him and really dragging down that confidence. I like think Doug Peterson is such a good coach for for Trevor to just calm him down, They'll just put last week behind you. Let's get back on track this week. And I got I got the Jags thirty four sixteen. I think their offense is just gonna be is gonna be just fine. Back to their type of weather game. Defense is gonna get really
1: uh, back on track. So yeah, 34-16 for me. Okay, yeah. I just realized that when I was talking about my my pick, I said Chargers edge rushers and I meant to say Eagles. I have no idea why that happened. <laughs> Uh moving on, we have the Bears versus the Vikings. Um as a Vikings fan, God, if we somehow lose this game, I will be the most upset human being on the planet. I just don't see a world where we lose. Uh I picked Vikings twenty seven to seventeen. If it, I I mean if I have to explain myself, I, I don't know who we're talking about. Yeah, to. I think this can be uh, a pretty Decker. quick
0: one for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Decker.
2: Yeah, no, this is just a perfect one for the Vikings to get back on track offense and defensive-wise. Um, Offensive-wise, while we did put up 28 last week in London, a lot of you know red zone trips where we didn't put get touchdowns on the board. So look for that to hopefully get back on track this week. Defensive-wise, it has been great this year. I mean, what more could you ask for to get back on track than facing Justin Fields in that offense? I'm going 31-13. I really cannot see us losing this at all. So,
1: yeah, Tyler.
0: Yeah, Vikings good, Bears bad. Twenty eight seventeen. Wrap her up.
1: Good, 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 good. Moving on. Uh. Good matchup, Lions versus the Patriots. Matt Patricia revenge game. Uh, you know, uh, it's 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 probably gonna be uh. God, lock the over for, for every Lions game at this point. I mean, it it's it, it's honestly incredible. What's it, uh, Tyler? Your thoughts on this see, matchup? Let's see
0: what is the over right now. It is forty four and a half.
1: Okay. Well, I, I have would mind sixty six points. Yeah,
0: I would lock the over for that yeah. pretty confidently. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my my uh, looking at these two teams. Lions look unstoppable on offense, you know, and um, this this Patriots offense, if they rush the ball good enough, they can be the same exact way, manageable through the air and just dominant on ground on the ground. So um, mm-hmm. while I don't think it's gonna be as high scoring, like as typical, well. Especially last week for the Lions, just because I think that the Patriots are going to be able to control the ball on the ground for a lot longer. Um, I still have the Lions beating the Patriots thirty-one to twenty-four. With that said, I could see Dan Campbell getting outcoached by Bill Belichick in this game, and you know it's—I believe it's in Foxborough too. So, um, I'm not very confident about this pick, but. Um, I, I just, I like what the Lions are doing on offense. Obviously their defense is going to give up what they give up. So, uh, Lions 31, 24.
1: All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll jump in here because I, uh, because I picked the Lions, uh, simply because I feel like this would just be a game of offense and which, um, which one can, can do better. And it's hard to bet against the number one scoring offense, but obviously they did lose last week. But uh, it's definitely a coin flip either way, but I picked the pick, pick the Lions 35-31. to 31. Decker, what are you thinking? Yeah, this was a really
2: tough one for me too just because I can see it going both ways. Um, I, I, like, I love what the Lions are doing on offense too. I don't think they put up as much as they have. I don't think Belichick will. I think Belichick can game plan around that to not let up so much. Um, but I think for the Patriots, all their offense is going to come from the ground. I think this is going to be another week for Bailey Zappi where it's just another welcome to the NFL kind of get your feet under you for the first time. I'm going to go 27 to 17 lions. Lions, not putting up as much Lions defense, maybe not giving up as much as we've seen again, really tough one, but this is just what I'm kind of going for. Again, I can see the Patriots winning this too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh Um, Moving on, we have the Seahawks versus the Saints. Uh, uh, Saints have come back from across the pond. um, And, or, Dad, did I say Seahawks? Yep. My bad. Saints were in London, not anymore. Seahawks have been in America, they didn't go anywhere. Uh, Saints are hoping to right the wrongs, Uh, Seahawks are hoping to ride the rights. And uh, yeah, Decker, what are you thinking about this matchup? I was so close to picking the Seahawks in this one. I think
2: if Alvin was out for this game, I would have taken the Seahawks. Alvin being back in, I'm going with the Saints. Regardless of Jameis or Andy Dalton starting in there, I think the Saints can do enough to to uh, to take over this game, especially being back at the at the dome in their home crowd and that atmosphere. Um, props to Geno Smith, though. I mean, this guy is through. Four games, he has the best completion percentage through four games in NFL history. He's doing just phenomenal and just proving everyone wrong of what we thought he could be capable of. Obviously, last week, though, was a game we will, probably will never see again from <laughs> the Seahawks offense this year and Geno Smith. But I'm going to go Saints 24-20. Again, I, I could have easily won with the Seahawks on this one if Alvin was out. But, man, I think him getting back in there being able to get that ground attack, get that ground game going, and then Andy Dalton doing enough because he's a competent backup to win a game, so he almost beat the Vikings last week. So, Saints, Saints in this one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm kind of thinking the exact same way. Is that with Alvin back and Andy Dalton being serviceable? I, I mean, I have it a little less uh, scoring, but same spread. I picked the Saints twenty to sixteen. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say. Tyler, what are, you, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I honestly think that the Saints have a better chance winning this game with Andy Dalton and just winning in general. Just – Winston is just such a liability with the amount of picks he throws. So, mm-hmm. with that said, um, I do have the Saints winning 21-18. But, like Decker said, props to Geno Smith, man. He – I remember at the beginning of the year, when I was like, "Imagine being excited that your quarterback is Geno Smith," and now he's he's like <laughs> top three in EPA. Like, that's very impressive for a guy like him, who's like a has been like a career backup. So, yeah, I uh, I was also pretty close picking the Seahawks here, but I got to go with the home team, Saints, in this toss up. Mm-hmm. imagine if they started drew lock oh god Like
2: how disastrous they, that would have been disaster if they, if class you know, it's like
1: you're, now i remember because there was an interview where like pete Pete carroll said that he thought he had two qb1s what if drew lock yeah, actually is better instead? or
0: he was lying why would he lie so he doesn't hurt drew lock's feelings that's not very Christian. <laughs> yeah. Be
1: careful, Christian. I don't know. No. Yeah. I, well, probably. I, I guess he might be. I I I I guess he might be an atheist like Sheldon Cooper, but I'm not really certain. Um. Moving on, I I, uh, crap. I don't know how to tie in Bazinga to that. Um. Moving on, we have the Dolphins versus the Jets. Um. Uh, this is Teddy Bridgewater's, uh, starting debut, uh, because Tua, uh, has brain soup right now. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have, I don't think I should have said that. Nah, you're I'm good. I'm sorry, Tua. It's, it's facts. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is a Jets team that squeaked out a win against Kenny Pickett Steelers, um, I, I, I'm i going to start because, sure, it's a divisional matchup, but uh, I think it'll still be close. But uh, Teddy is no Kenny Pickett. He's probably not going to throw three picks. So I've got the Dolphins winning this one 27-20. It's because it's a divisional matchup. Those are usually closer. But, uh, yeah, uh, Dolphins and Teddy will do just enough to to get the job done. Uh, Decker, what do you think about this matchup? I'm kinda of hoping we do
2: see Teddy uh in the coming weeks. I as as a person to person standpoint, I I don't really wanna I don't really want to see Tua go back out there. Like it's it's pretty it's a pretty telltale sign that when uh you have the number one concussion doctor out there, uh in in the world saying that Tua's brain is practically
1: <laughs> brain dead and cheese yeah, yeah, permanently damaged. I think might have been the verbiage he yeah, used. Per, yeah. yeah, permanently damaged. Pretty thank much. you. Yeah.
2: But so he's pretty much putting himself at risk if he ever goes out there again. But um, again, uh, back to Andy Dalton or Ted, Teddy Bridgewater is another competent quarterback, backup quarterback who has started obviously many times in the past and can go out there and win you games. He, he had his good moments last week in Cincy. Some he had that one pick which really wasn't his fault, but. Still, still pick regardless. I think for the Jets, you know, they they shouldn't have won last week if not for those Kenny Pickett picks and, and and especially the late one to, to set the Jets up on the uh, game winning drive, they would have lost that. So, I, I so I still am confident in the Dolphins in this one with Teddy, twenty
1: three to fourteen for me. All right, uh, Tyler, what are you thinking about this matchup?
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw um zach wilson in his first start last week and it was about 50 50 you know he made some good plays and then he made some boneheaded ones this dolphin's defense is not an easy one to play against especially when you can get as flustered as zach wilson does in the pocket so i i think zach wilson is gonna throw at at least two picks in this game i'd be surprised if he doesn't um or get sacked multiple times. But um, I just think that this Dolphins defense is going to be good enough to kind of mitigate the Jets' weapons, which they are, like, progressing really well um, in Brees Hall, their rookie weapons, Brees Hall and um, Garrett Wilson. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. with um, – so I have I still have the Dolphins winning even with uh, Teddy B., and, and, you know, Tua, as, like, I don't know how you guys feel about Tua. I wasn't too high on him. But even, like, Teddy B is no Tua. Like, he's, like, it's, that's the reason why Tua is a starter in the NFL and Teddy B's not. So I don't know how competent this offense is going to be with with Teddy B at quarterback he's a very game manager don't turn the ball over not very aggressive kind of guy that's what you look for in a backup it's not really someone who can win you games though so if they go up against tougher competition I'm a little worried about the Dolphins Uh, but for this week I got them winning 24-20
1: yeah it seems like we're definitely all on the same page for that one I think we're all probably at different levels of how much we like Teddy be for the future. Uh, but I'm I, the only way to find out is to watch the game. So I'm excited to see how he does. Uh, moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Uh, Tom Brady officially has nothing to lose. Uh, so... Uh, Self, so I may start. I think we're going to see a different breed of Brady out there this week. Um, and... When you look at this Falcons offense, uh, really the only thing that's worked for them the past couple of weeks has been their run game, and the Buccaneers have one of the best run-stopping units in the league by far. So while while the Falcons have impressed, I think that, that, that this is a Bucs masterclass, 31-13. to 13. Tom throws for like 350 yards. You know, he just goes crazy. Uh, Decker, what are you thinking? This is actually gonna be my surprise shootout of the week.
2: Um, as we know, you know Cordell Patterson on I IR, out for the next four weeks, at the minimum. It'll be a committee now of Tyler Algier and uh, what's his name, Caleb Huntley, I believe the name is. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm gonna give props to the Falcons though. Their offensive line has actually been pretty strong this year. Uh, Chris Lindstrom, from their their right guard is the number one guard in, on PFF right now. Kayla McGarry at tackle, Jake Matthews. They've been very confident. Like this Falcons offensive line, for the most part, very solid through four weeks. And we saw last week with the Chiefs. Well, I, now obviously this is the Chiefs. Falcons are way on a, on a Chiefs are on a way different level than the Falcons are. But when they used that committee of Clyde and Pacheco, they had some good moments on the ground against Bucks. They got some. They got some good push. So with Falcons being a little above average in my opinion on offensive line. Maybe they get a push in there, maybe you know set up Mariota for the pass to Drake London, Cal Pitts, but I am going to go Bucks 31-27. I think their offense keeps keeps it going like what we saw last week. So, but I think this could actually be a little more high scoring than you guys
1: Okay, yeah, I mean it's definitely a good point, uh, Tyler. Do you think it's going to be a uh, shootout or a
0: uh, blowout or a low-scoring game? Um in between I I have the Bucks winning 30 to 20 um I'm interested to see how Tom Brady plays you know it's I know we joke about it but it's it's got to be tough going through like no matter who you are like going through an NFL season in the middle of a divorce like that's just like mentally and physically draining so I am interested to see how well he plays during this dilemma he's facing, and you know what i've I've come around to Tom Brady over the past couple of years. I genuinely feel bad for the guy, but what a yeah. boneheaded decision Bro chose football over his family like like come on man, we get it, you're the goat. you have nothing else to achieve yet you come back to like probably the most mediocre bucks team he could have returned to. So, yeah. Uh, while I feel for the guy, <laughs> I don't think it was the right decision. Uh, but Bro. with that said, I think that this Bucks offense and defense is just good enough to overtake the Falcons. And yeah, I don't know past the Falcons' run game if they're able to set anything up downfield for either Pitts or London. But um, I, I. I don't know twenty twenty points for the Falcons, to me even feels a little high for this game. But um, they've been playing really well, so I'll give them twenty points this week.
1: Okay,
0: like
2: you said too, yeah. Sam. To go back to the Tom Brady point, you I, you say this a lot, but Tom Brady looks so tired, in all his like he, d- he does. All his press conferences or, or pressers and that he just looks drained and that's why like like you said Tyler I'm I'm curious to to how he's going to play this game cuz he just seems so
1: mentally and physically
2: exhausted
1: yeah i mean cuz while i do feel semi confident with with my pick this is one of those games that that could really go go going any way uh similar to this next game this game i mean I have no idea who's going to win, how the score is going to go. This, I, God, I could have, like, thrown darts at a board and just went with whatever the darts landed on. This is the Titans versus the Commanders. I, I have no idea. This could be high scoring. Titans could win. Commanders could win. And this could be, as I've guessed, this could be 14 to 10 Commanders. I just, I don't know. I'm so confused with these two teams, what they can do. So I'm really interested to hear what you guys have have to think about this game. Uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on this matchup?
0: Well, it's looking like Jahan Dotson is going to be out this week with an injury, and Curtis Samuel is going to be, if not out, limited with an illness. Um, And that pretty much leaves Terry McLaurin for the wide receiver crew, um, for the commanders, and I mean – To be honest with you, this wasn't that tough determining the winner for me. I think the Titans win this game. Um, It might be a little close, but I I do think that they pull it out. I I think we start to see maybe a little bit of a resurgence of the Titans. Uh, Maybe not, but I think that this will be this game will be another step in the right direction for them. I got them winning 21 to 17. but yeah, I'm. I don't know how much Wets can do with the lack of weapons, so uh, we'll have to see.
1: Yeah. Uh. So, sorry. Uh. Quick sidebar about the NFL. Uh. Guys, I. Sorry. I just looked at my fantasy, and somehow Mike Boone has
0: 11.4 points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. Holy crap.
0: Melvin Gordon only has okay. nine. Yeah. yeah, and they're in the red zone. Well, Sam. it's definitely the catches. Yeah, I know. it
1: cause, cause, cause. I got the red zone notification. I was just like, "Well, he like, probably has like two points. He has eleven. That's crazy." Sorry, I did not mean to take us so off topic. It just, yeah, guys. I started Mike Boone. That's my fantasy team. Deal with it. Um, so, yeah. Uh I right, crap, crap. I already said my score. Decker, what do you think?
2: I'll keep it short, but. I got the Titans in this one, 2017. I'm going to take the Titans. They're right in the hot streak. Two in a row for them. Kind of getting back to the the Titans we thought could win this division. And the Commanders, after starting 1-0, have dropped three in a row and looking pretty lifeless. So, Titans for me, 2017.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, moving on, this is a game that I feel is a lot more cut and dry for the, for the most part. We have the 49ers versus the Panthers. Uh... You know, Niners, solid roster. Jimmy G, serviceable. Panthers, or the Panthers. Uh, yeah, Decker, what do you think about this game? I um, mean, yes, uh, how much will the 49ers win by? <laughs> well, we saw last week
2: the 49ers hold the Rams to nine points. I'm going to say they've hold the Panthers to nine points, too. I got 28 to nine. Ah, jeez. I mean, look for, look for Debo, maybe get Kittle back to what Kittle can do in this game. But for the Panthers it's like my god. Where where there's no offense. There will be no offense for them in this game. Nick Bosa and Kam and Ken Loff, he plays Armstead. They will just destroy this offensive line. Baker will Baker will probably have three picks in this game if I if I would say. Or if not three picks, three turnovers will get like a fumble in there. So, yeah. 28 to 9 for me. Forty ers will just absolutely shut down this Panthers offense.
1: Yeah, and no, I'm in the exact same boat as you, but I, I mean, I was slightly more generous. I gave the Panthers a touchdown. I'm going uh,
0: to... 31-10. I'm going to quick pull uh, Sam here and derail. With two two minutes and 13 seconds left, uh, Russell Wilson just threw an interception in the red zone. What a bonehead. Yo!
1: Oh, my God. No, no oh, Mike no, Boone. No, okay. no
0: Mike Boone score, so...
1: But that's okay because I'm playing Russell
0: Wilson. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. sorry well, Sam, yeah. uh, you were finishing up with your score.
1: Yeah, I'm. I have nothing to add. Decker kind of just wrapped it up perfectly. I, I think that 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 this is going to be 49ers all four quarters. But I said 31 to 10. I think that maybe Baker throws a screen and it goes for like 60 yards, like with fucking Levisca and he gets lucky and he. Uh, crap talks to haters, but um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Niners very handedly. Tyler, your thoughts?
0: Yeah. This is my last uh, lock for the week, so I got 49ers, Bills, Packers, but yeah, 49ers by however many uh, football teams can score in one game uh, to zero. No. 33-10 is my prediction. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot to a little. Uh eh, you know. Dart these are just dart throws. A lot too little. Yeah. But how funny would it be yeah, if the Panthers course. won this one? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> too bad I'm not picking Dude, the Panthers I... in the in a funny one. I will say though, if if the Panthers do get blown out like we're predicting, this is gonna be Matt Rule's game, I'm afraid. Final game. It should be. It I, really should be. It's gotta be.
1: The fact he's made it this far is honestly astonishing. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, and then there's uh this game has a coach that well, he's been extended. I think he should be gone. That is Cliff Kingsbury's Cardinals hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh the Eagles of course are the the only undefeated team in the league.
0: Yep. Yep. And the Cardinals were you, you know, yeah, they win a few. Were you not sure about the Eagles 4 and 0?
1: No, I knew they were. I just couldn't think if anyone else was undefeated oh, still. Oh, uh No, I knew for sure they were, but I wasn't sure if I was forgetting about somebody. Oh, okay. But, yeah, the Eagles are undefeated. The Cardinals are... Yeah, they'll win a few games, obviously. But, uh, yeah, uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Do
0: do the Eagles stay undefeated? Sound the alarm. It's Tyler's funny pick of the week. Oh! Tyler Murray upsets the Eagles 24 24- 23 look we saw it last week jalen hurts is human he threw a pick six against a pretty lackluster jag secondary in my opinion um and while this cardinals defense and secondary lacks holes they got playmakers like buddha baker back there um and you know i uh, listen this is my funny pick for the week do i think it's gonna happen no would I like it to happen? Yes. Um, so that's why I put it down on paper. Because if it happens, I look like a genius. So, uh, cards... It, and you know what? I do think that they have the offensive firepower to kind of keep up with this Eagles defense. Or this Eagles offense. Uh, we're going to uh, Tyler Murray might rush or might scramble a lot. He might he might scramble for more yards than he passes for. Um but I I don't know. Funny pick of the week. Cardinals over Eagles.
1: 24-23. Now Tyler, that is a pretty funny Thank pick. You. It's it's probably not as funny as my favorite catchphrase Bazinga, but uh I know I just can't pick a team until I see them lose. And granted you did mention that hurts uh through that pick uh against the Jaguars, but that group has played a lot more cohesively, maybe not having the same secondary like names, but I haven't seen 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 the Cardinals do anything like that yet. Um so I think that I would probably uh stick with the Eagles still, but the Cardinals will put up points. I'm gonna go with thirty-five to twenty. Decker, what do you think Yeah, I'm on this kind of on the same
2: boat with you, Sam, as, as fun as it would be to pick the Cardinals in this one. Eagles are 4-0 for a reason. And the Cardinals just haven't really shown enough to, especially on defense, like their secondary like those playmakers per se and Buda Baker and, and Byron Murphy, like still haven't shown me enough this year to make me think that they could turn it around here against Philly. And A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, is going to be a lot for them. That run game of Hurts and then Sanders and like Gainwell and Boston Scott, I just don't think the Cardinals are going to be able to stop that. And defensive-wise, like we said, it's going to be Kyler scrambling a lot, and that's because the pressure is going to be there quick on those Cardinals, on those Cardinals tackles. So I'm going to go Eagles 31-21. I do think the Cardinals might be able to put a couple touchdowns here, but... Eagles offense I think is going to be
1: in our master class yeah I w- I, w- I would definitely agree with you on that one uh moving on we have a matchup that I think will be really interesting to watch for sure um we have the Cowboys versus the Rams uh this is going to be Cooper Rush trying to stay undefeated and this will be the Rams trying to right the wrongs of last week um this might be a controversial take, but I do have the Rams winning uh close 24 to 21. Um but this could really go either way. I'll be totally honest. I I I I mean Rush could continue to surprise, but I am picking the Rams to, to win this game. Uh Decker, what are you thinking? Well, Sam, like you said about the Eagles being 4
2: and 0 right now. You can't pick against them until you see them lose. And Cooper Rush has not lost a start yet. He is 4-0 as a starter, 3-0 this year. I'm taking the Cowboys in this one, 24-14. I think the way that it's been working so far for Dallas, Kalen Moore making up a good game plan every week to put Cooper Rush in the best position possible to win has been succeeding. And Cooper Rush is just, he's he's just, you know, well, last week it was against Washington in in a bad secondary. But, man, some of those throws he was making, getting... Lamb and Gallup and no Brown involved. Cooper Rush is actually looking like pretty fun to watch right now. And for for the Cowboys defense and especially that Rams offense, that O line for the Rams is so so bad right now. And I mean, Stafford is just getting dropped. It feels like all the time. And last week you had Nick Bosa. Now this week you get Micah Parsons, who's probably the depoy favorite right now. I just think this Rams offense is not gonna be able to do a whole lot. Stafford Hasn't shown capable this year, and especially with that O-line, and then the ground game, which I know I know you are not a fan of Long talk of having both running backs on your roster, and they both haven't been no. succeeding. I just can't see the Rams putting on much. So look for an Cooper Rush win, 24-14, Cowboys.
1: Okay, because I get what you're saying with that one, uh, but, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like I just don't know if I can count out a guy like Cooper Cup. Cause I thought cause 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 I don't love the secondary of the Cowboys at all, uh, and i I think Cup. I mean, you look at how he's been able to so far really emulate his uh, um his last season. Cause cause you compare this guy to like other other uh, sports legends of LA. I mean, you have Kobe Bryant, you have um. Kurt Warner, you have, I guess he was St. Louis at the time, never mind, I won't say Kurt Warner, I, I i was mistaken, you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, by the way, he was a guest star on season 12, episode 16 of The Big Bang Theory, he did not say Bazinga, believe it or not, but he did appear as himself, and I don't know, I think that we're getting to the point where we can almost put Cooper Cup in that exact same conversation as those sports legends. He's just been that good these past two, these past one and one quarter seasons. So, I really can't count the Rams out when you have somebody like that catching the ball. Uh Tyler, your thoughts?
0: Uh Please stop with the big bang theory references. Uh but besides that, you know, I I think Cowboys just destroy the Rams. I think Rams make it look closer than it actually is. Cowboys win 28-17. I... At the beginning of the season with our hot takes, you know, I said, Rams and Bengals aren't going to make the playoffs. And, man, it's looking good on the Rams side at at the very least. So... um, Yeah, I'm worried about the Rams. Stafford looks like a statue. He... If it's not to Cooper Cup, they can't get anything going. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm worried about the Rams and Cowboys. Man, Micah Parsons just is so goddamn good. I, as much as I hate the Cowboys, man, he's he's special. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's gonna be all Cowboys, unfortunately.
1: Well, that is certainly a possibility. That I, it, this. This was the toughest part trying to pick locks because there are so many toss-up games. I mean, look at this next game too, which is a divisional matchup. We have the Bengals versus the Ravens. Ravens have dropped two games in a row now, but I, but I have only trailed for 14 combined seconds. Tucker shared the stat with me the other day. It's absolutely mind-boggling how how that is the case, and the Bengals have looked a lot better since when they from where they started this season. Um, just <clears throat> another. Really big toss-up game, I would say. So, especially with it being a divisional matchup. Uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on the Bengals versus the Ravens?
0: I think it's either going to go two ways. I think it's going to be, like, extremely low scoring for these, like, for what you would expect, these two offenses. Or it could be, like, really high scoring. I don't think that there's going to be any in between. And uh, I hope that it's really high scoring. I have the Ravens winning 36-33. I I don't like the Bengals but you know it's a divisional matchup against the Ravens and in the past Joe Burrow has done pretty well against the Ravens so I'm I'm I think that this could be game of the week if it is as high scoring as we predict as I predicted at least um but yeah I I just have to go with Lamar and the Ravens
1: yeah, I mean, I know you just said that it's either going to be really low scoring or really high scoring, and probably not in the middle. Well, please don't hurt me because I picked the middle. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals, twenty-seven to twenty-four. I think the score is going to be really close to what we see. The winner is a complete coin toss. I, but to be honest, the most likely scenario that 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 I see is 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 that the Ravens get really close to. Getting back into this game or even winning this game. And then John Harbaugh, as he's done the past two seasons, makes a really boneheaded decision and they don't win the game. So I think it might be like a one to two score, uh, one to two point game in terms of spread. Uh, Decker, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with Tyler. I think this has game of the week potential.
2: And I do have this being a high scoring game. Like, I think if you take this game and you, you look back like two weeks ago, you think, man, Ravens should win this in a blowout. You know, Bengals were just looking lifeless there for the first two weeks. Ravens being able to put up all the points in the world with Lamar. But now that the Bengals the past two weeks getting getting back to five hundred, winning these last two, their offense is finally starting to look like what we were seeing from last year. The Burrow to T. Higgins connection is looking good. Jamar is getting in there. Mixon hasn't been able to get much going on the ground, but the Bengals' credit burrows starting to look better these past two weeks. On the Ravens side, like, it's crazy to think, that, like, how they should be 4-0. and Like, four, was it, 14 seconds in that margin there. Like, they should be 4-0. and <laughs> But they, here they are at 2-2. Two and two, And I think it was, like, six in a row they've lost right now at home. I just can't see. I just can't see the Ravens. I think they're just, they're still too good to have, lose seven in a row at home. So I'm going to go 34-30 Ravens. I think it's going to be high scoring
1: close. I'm, I'm actually really excited for this one. I am. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think even though my score is the lowest, I still think that this game will could be very, very much high-scoring. Uh, so, I think that this could be by far the most fun game to watch. Uh, and so then, our final game, we have Monday night, which is the Raiders <laughs> versus the Chiefs. If you were to look at this game when the season started, you might think, wow, I have no idea how this is going to go. And to be honest, I think now we know exactly how it's going to go. If the Chiefs can play anywhere close to how they played last week, the Raiders will put up points, but they won't stand a chance. I have the Chiefs 35-24 to for for, for just the reason that the Chiefs are playing out of their minds right now. Uh, Decker, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I love the Chiefs in this one. The Arrowhead crowd on a Monday night. You know, in years past, we've seen the Raiders go down there on a you know, on a noon game uh, on, a, on a Sunday and beat the Chiefs down there. But you get Monday night primetime football, Arrowhead, Stadium's going to be rocking. Like, good for the Raiders. They got the win last week, that first one with McDaniels. To kind of get a little momentum going into this one, I think it's going to be short-lived and stalled. Chiefs are just so, so good. And Mahomes, some of those plays he was making in Tampa last week were just Mahomes-like and just unreal. And... To the Chiefs' credit, they've been able to, you know, Clyde's been, you know, pretty good this year. And Isaiah Pacheco had a very good game. And they got those two backs mixed in together last week. And then Kelsey's doing Kelsey things. And I just think that defense ultimately with uh, LeGarrius Sneed back there and, uh, and that pass rush with Chris Jones and Karloftis and Frank Clark, I think it's just going to be too much for the Raiders and Carr. I got, I got Chiefs 37-24, just an, another high-scoring Chiefs win.
0: All right. Tyler, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be all Raiders or <laughs> frick. <laughs> um joke pick. Yeah, joke pick. No. Um even as a joke pick, I'm nowhere like near uh as confident as it would be choosing the Cardinals. But um yeah, I think it's going to be all Chargers. Oh my god, guys. Holy. <laughs>
1: Hey man, last pick, lock it Okay. In.
0: Let me let me take this from the top. <clears throat> yeah, you know, for uh Monday night game, it's hard to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs, okay? Uh I think that they we see another like it's not going to be as high scoring as it was last week cuz I mean 40 what was it? 41 40 something points against the Bucks. That's definitely going to be an outlier on the year. Uh, but it's just a sign of what's to come. I think that the Chiefs win this one, 35-21. Raiders are going to be able to put up some points, I think. Um, they got to get something going. Josh Jacobs has looked fantastic. Um, But, yeah, this is... If I didn't already have three solid picks for locks, I think this would be my fourth, but I'm too content with three at the moment. So... I'm pretty certain that the Chiefs are going to pull this one out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's would, would, would be the most common pick for this week is is the Chiefs win. But with that being said, that's that's been our week five record predictions. Uh, I really hope that you have enjoyed listening to our hey podcast. Hey, Sam. Sam, I, Sam, he, I yeah. thought
0: about it. And my favorite line from a TV show is... Oh my God! They killed Kenny from South Park.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that is good. Deck, were you thinking at all, or are you gonna disappoint us? Oh, let me see. Let me, let me, let
2: me get, give me another week. I need, I need to look at, at the
0: options. I also like okay. uh, Rut Row, as in Scooby Doo's Rut Row. Row. That's Rut Row Raggy. I like, I like that too. That's a good one.
1: Like Scooby. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode.
0: Oh, God. Just end it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. We will end the podcast. But, Tyler, I will take the five bucks over Venmo, but I prefer cash. Have a good night, everyone.